Hey guys, welcome to the Encore. Got a great show ahead today, and let's do begin. We do. So, I wanted to discuss the opinions of <clears throat> the whole situation with Apu mm-hmm. in The Simpsons, which is the idea around taking out Apu from The Simpsons. Big because news guys. yeah, because it's I don't know it's been going on for a while, uh, has, especially yep. subsequent to that documentary, yep. um, which is the problem with Apu. Mm-hmm. My viewpoint on it is uh, he is racially stereotyped um, sure. in the way mm. he you know it's like this Indian man with an Indian accent who is uh, you know works at a quickie mart and whatever else and has a lot of kids and like his last name is very very almost very long and um and then you also have like how many kids he has but but then the other point is kind of like you know like so some elements of Apu I think are so stereotyped which are like the working in a quickie mart or the accent but then I think other elements like maybe having his Indian identity celebrating these traditions and not being and being a traditional Indian in in America is kind of him celebrating his identity so there's a very fine line between um whether it well I mean it's not that fine to some people (laughs) but you know the whether they're making fun of his identity Mm -hmm. or whether they're celebrating his identity right you know because there's no brown characters in that show who are actually um who speak without an accent oh well they probably oh. are there's like 30 seasons so. oh, okay. <laughs> but not yeah, that i've true. seen yeah oh i thought you were gonna bring up the fact that the voice actor is white <gasps> wow is okay see so, i didn't yeah, know that didn't know oh that okay either. that's the well, that's does another that change element. your like that do- oh that that kind of amplifies the whole yeah. issue even oh, more oh okay yeah. i'd say because it's kind of to me i don't really see like a huge problem with it because the simpsons is meant to be like satirizing on people of incredibly um parodying slash caricaturing this types mm. of people like yeah. i mean okay there's apu but i don't think they did anything specifically malicious with the character mm. they didn't like kill him off or like make him be seen and, as yeah. this like incredibly odd um character he was just kind of like playing into the indian stereotype which i admit is not the best sort of representation that a character should be getting but they also have like characters like slack jawed clyde and he's like a hick he's a redneck he's got tons (laughs) of kids and he's dumb and he's an alcoholic and the thing with like voice actors though i feel like voice actors are the only like means of performance where your look doesn't matter because you're able to like portray the character anyway so like i don't see anyone saying there's a problem with um a black person voicing samurai jack who's like a japanese Mm. man but you know like voice actors you don't really need to be a certain type of person if you're a person in like an actor sure it makes sense Mm. because you're being portrayed on the big screen so that's important yeah i think um the reason why it was so controversial also was the lack of representation that people the people of color or minorities even get to even represent their own roles Mm. and so that's why and um the other thing is i think the person who made it i heard was you know 
um, bullied in school because of Apu's character and because he was constantly, like, you know, people would be like, hello, come again, like, whatever else. Um, yes. But then again, it, there is that fine line. It's like where, you know, where can you be offended by this character and where other, you know, there's characters of all races there that are stereotyped, uh, you know. So where can you be offended and where can you not? And you can't, you know, you're being supporting or not supporting this kind of action. You can't be selective with it. Like you said, yeah. the redneck, you can't be selective. If you're yeah. going to be offended by Apu, you should be offended by, yeah, you know. The, the hick. The hick, yeah. yeah, the redneck. It's just if the person... So I haven't watched the documentary... Mm problem with Apu but it is to my understanding that he's also from like an Indian background yeah. and he's been bullied because of that and there's like a parallel between the things he mm. does and like um, I guess like the Indian stereotype mm. but when that happens you have to blame the bully you have to blame the bully and mm. exactly and you have to it's not the, it's show. not yeah. the show's it's not the show's issue if the people perceiving it are in that mindset you yeah. know it's like saying oh if I make a film about colonialism like nightingale then people you know because mm. it's it's the issue of the person yeah it's the it's the individuals who perceive it who and it's and it's a hard topic to talk about because it's like okay well it, what where does the responsibility of filmmakers mm. lie then yeah you know in terms of creating this content obviously mm. when something's blatantly not okay yeah then that is the fault of the filmmakers yeah. and it is their responsibility but in terms when when it's perceived in like like the incident that happened with the with Joker and the mm. you yeah, know exactly. mass yeah. crime <laughs> like the Ugh. murders that happened in that cinema which yeah. by the way the new Joker's not being played in that cinema you know to respect the individuals who passed away it's like they perceived that film and kind of master and that wasn't exactly. the responsibility of the creators of joker no. to, yeah. and you could say that for literally any piece of media content like yeah. anyone who has bad intentions can skew the media and interpret it yeah, in any single way they like and say that it's encouraging a certain behavior but yeah. really it's not at all there, exactly. there shouldn't be a correlation no like yeah. with yeah. joker yeah i don't think it necessarily like even inspires mass the, shootings um, or incel behavior even when the shooting in the cinema happened it wasn't because he was trying to be the joker it was because the Dark Knight was on, like, it was, like, the opening weekend. And mm. he thought there's going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. Oh. It has there nothing was, to do of, with yeah. the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and there were a lot of, like, copycats too, though, yeah. that were constantly kind of wanting to mar portray Joker as well. Which, I, I mean... Yes, mm. but, like, that's the fault I, that, with the news because the news fabricated it to be, like, oh, this murderer was trying to yeah, be that's, the Joker, it is, but that's, that's again, true. And that, that's, that's, you know, another idea of the power of the media because one film, you could, you know, portray it as any way as you want, but then it could be perceived as, as a different way, mm. which may not be intended, yep. you know, like making a, like, for instance, Nightingale, like I mentioned, was a film to create awareness about the things that actually happened. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, well, some people, it was pretty divided because some people thought that the film was irresponsible in showing these 
you know, really explicit acts on mm. screen. Yeah. But as Jennifer Kent said, like these things actually, actually happen. Happened, yeah. And that's why it's important to portray yeah. these things. And, and it that's was a why... historical fiction anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're like offended by it, that's your perception. But that's <laughs> the problem <laughs> is with you. With you. But no, no. But if you're offended by, you know, someone sh- in in the nightingale, that was my idea. Like uh-huh. if you're offended by the nightingale, then you know, it, these things actually happen and it's important to show that because you know racism still exists mm. um but in terms of our poo that's why people are so divided because it's like okay well yeah. these elements are something that are are inappropriate to show but then these elements like what if it's empowering or what if it's that's why it's a uh, important conversation yeah to have, and I honestly guess. you can't ever 100 percent know the filmmaker's intention because mm. yeah. audiences will always have different interpretations yeah. and speaking of power of the media and film power of the media let's uh bring it back to the film that we were going to talk about today a 1998 classic the truman show uh-huh. uh this is one of my all-time favorite films of all time and First off, before we get into like a recap of the plot of the film, what was everyone's first impression? And then how do we see this film now? Because I've no I know we've all previously watched this film. What was it first like the first time you watched it? Well, I think when I first watched it, I was just kind of dragged into watching it because everyone said it was great. <laughs> yeah. So I think I couldn't appreciate it as much because I just kind of watched it because I was like oh it's a critically acclaimed movie I'll watch it why the heck not and by the end of it all I got out of it was that oh this is really funny like it's a good it's a good comedy that's Mm. what I thought and there's a lot of like screwball elements to it as well which I kind of liked at the time Um, but now upon like revisiting it now that I know that I'm gonna have to like discuss it with you girls and and, and, and then <laughs> by I, obligation oh no yeah no no it was good because I saw these like little things thrown in there yeah. like little themes that were peppered throughout the mm. whole movie and about like the power of media like yeah you said. exactly and yeah and I kind of read about the different articles as well and they all seem to have different <laughs> interpretations um, yeah. and yeah. Yeah, I thought it exactly. was about media. Some people think it's about like religion and Christianity, and it's really intense. Oh yeah, I've heard yeah. that viewpoint. Yeah, and, yeah, I see that. I think. What are um, your thoughts, Arushi? I think it was. Oh, I went into it thinking, well, Jim Carrey, it's going to be hilarious, which it was. It stayed true to that. Um, but then it, I think, it dealt with a lot of um, deeper issues, as do most of his films, and. Um, it was, I, I, I agree with Haney in that it was a film about the power and influence of media and how how just invasive it can be. Mm. Because I felt mm. like I was, after watching that movie, I was walking down the street and I was like, oh my God, what if I'm in a film? That's oh, what I yeah, thought too. Exactly. But then I was like, man, my life is so boring. <laughs> no one would possibly watch <laughs> the Haney show. show. Haney, I'd watch the Haney show. Aww. Okay, and very sweet of you. Well, (laughs) and you know, I like it's it's he's living his mundane life, but like Mm. also sometimes I think why he's he's so it's so repetitive. The it's he's in a routine and it's cyclic. Mm. So like, why does he not notice that earlier? 
you know, and after that, that was my main kind of concern. Yeah, I always thought about that as well. But I think it's the fact that he was like brought into that environment. He was born there. So it's like you don't really question mm. your everyday life. That's You're not true, like, oh, cause... you don't just think one day, oh, maybe I'm in a TV show about mm. my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, like, does he question is this? He wouldn't question this repetitiveness because now, now I think you've answered my question is because he's just, he doesn't know any other way. Like, he yeah, thinks that's exactly. the norm. Yeah. He hasn't been out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this film for me was like, I think it made me truly appreciate film in a different way. Like, it was this particular film. I just thought it was really clever. And it was just like, they're not lazy with the storytelling. Mm. Every little bit that could have been done, like every little gag and all those little themes Mm. that they peppered through, they added in. and I really enjoyed Jim Carrey's performance. Oh yeah, he's great. Like it's it was it's a lot more reserved than we're used to seeing. Oh yeah, um, it's not dumb and like, dumber. Not the mask. It's yeah. not, oh. not the mask. <laughs> the good old mask. <laughs> the good old yeah. mask. Yeah. And then upon seeing it again, I I don't know about you guys. I think it's actually aged quite well. I think it's Just, more relevant nowadays. Mm, more exactly. Than ever. Exactly. Mm. It's like super topical. Like I, I can imagine year a few years from now, if not now, a show being made about people just living their lives. Well, it basically uh, already exists yeah. in different ways. I guess, but it's like all scripted. But yeah. that's what the people want. They it's want the they, raw Jimmy Harry. <laughs> it's the right man. Yeah. It's like Ed Harris was like, he's real. That's why people he's the watch only him. Real yeah. Man. yeah. Ooh. And he's he's you know the good thing about him is just as a good dramatic actor as exactly. he is a comedic actor. Oh yeah, I totally agree. And that's why he's just amazing to watch. Mm. Alrighty, guys. So Sammy, real quick, if you're not familiar with the Truman Show, I'm gonna have a quick rundown. So Jim Carrey stars as Truman Burbank, who lives in peaceful, idyllic Sea Haven with his good old wife, Meryl. Oh, Meryl. We love Meryl. I hate Meryl. Yeah, I really strongly dislike Um, And one day, a piece of camera equipment weirdly falls from the sky, and this is like the catalyst for him to start questioning his entire life. Um, And he starts noticing all these weird and strange cyclic things about his life. And in fact, he's actually part of a TV show all about his own life. And everyone he knows is just a TV extra. And dude's been born into this film set, essentially. <laughs> this old guy mate. right here. This old guy. mate Carrie has been. <laughs> My boy, Jim Carrey. My boy, Carrey. <laughs> um, so he doesn't know any better. And it's basically about him finding out the true nature of his reality. So what are the themes that we'd like to unpack today, guys. We kind of mentioned it beforehand, Mm. how we consume media, I think is a big one. Mm -hmm. And I also thought the idea of what it means to live in a society and be shaped by your society Mm. um, and how easily um, like external forces can shape who we become as people. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you guys think about the media and all of this and the idea of TV and how we consume it? So I kind of have a few things to say about it. I really like that there's no mystery behind that it's a TV show. Yeah. Like literally mm. the very opening scene is Ed Harris just like sitting in front being like, oh, this is a great show. Yeah. This is inspiring. So noble. It's so noble. <laughs> and it cuts to like an opening credit, but it's not an opening credit for the movie. It's an opening credit for the show. Yes. Yeah, so and it's clever. like, yeah, that's so smart. And it's just like Truman Burbank as himself. <laughs> it's not like... 
uh, from yeah. like played by Jim Carrey. Yeah. So it's kind of like going into like the fact that the media is within the media. Mm. So it's pretty very much like. Meta. meta, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That is the word that I. We can't so not the mention keyword, the meta-ness of this you know? film, the buzzword. And it even goes mm-hmm. to the extent to where, at one point, we're watching the audience, which is the audience is watching Jim Carrey, and Jim Carrey's watching another show. Exactly. So like, oh yeah, that was super <laughs> it's a weird. lot of layers. It's weird. Yeah. Like throughout this film, you'll be watching the plot unfold, but then you remember that what you're seeing, this audience watching Truman there well I like to think that we're all seeing the same thing yeah we're also Whether, the part yeah. of the audiences and like we're I like part to of think the problem the, <laughs> we are whoa like the editing oh. we're seeing and the camera shots I, I I'd imagine that mm. the audience is seeing the exact same camera shots and yeah. angles yeah which is super weird and their reactions maybe parallel ours sure sure maybe not yeah. the exact same it's parallel to how we view any other reality tv yeah. shows I guess yeah and you know it kind of reminded me of the hunger games i thought of that too. yeah <laughs> in a way that a lot of things is fabricated like katniss isn't really into this guy but she exactly. has to mm-hmm. because romance really sells get mm-hmm. those clicks my guy <laughs> and the ratings <laughs> yeah the guy. ratings christoph <laughs> um, loves his ratings love yeah the, love christoph and the oh. whole <laughs> you know <laughs> wait christoph who <laughs> the issue so Christoph is the guy who's um, running the whole show. The Steve Jobs. The Steve. Guy yeah, the guy who's Christoph. running the show, oh, and he's talking. He acts as God when he's talking to um, Jim Carrey at the end. In of the, the Truman Show, not in. Oh Games. yeah. Oh, oh, like, oh yeah. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> oh I don't know why, but oh, I keep thinking of no. like Ed Harris, like the actor's name, and I completely. Oh. It, it was completely lost on me that it was yeah. um christoph was his name and i yeah. think that's why people interpreted it as, as christ as christ yeah, because of this religious I, yeah, yeah. and like all the names are like pretty much biblical and stuff mm, definitely um what you just said about the hung games yeah. is like i watched this do you guys watch wisecrack on youtube no okay well they came out with this video and it was about documentary and reality tv mm. and the idea of um making a narrative and a commodity mm-hmm. of someone's life and that's what we're seeing here right. like we're yeah. seeing truman's very or his supposedly organic life mm. being put into this neat narrative of like gets meets the girl finds love has a home has a family but it's um, not even to his free will because yeah, that was exactly. not the girl he wanted exactly. to be. It's all it's all manufactured. Mm. Exactly. Do you think he would be more happy if he was paid like the actors in oh. reality shows? Um, if I think uh, his like need, you know how there's like this hierarchy of needs, mm. which um, you know he, there's the basic needs of money, safety. And like you know, food, food and, shelter, and water yeah. and shelter. If that's kind of where he places his needs, yes. But I think his need to you know fly to Fiji and go you know meet Sylvia and also get out of this desk job is kind of. I think he's more looking for self actualization than monetary oh, gain. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think he'll um because he's he wants to just exit this mundane life and he's so hungry for this kind of love because from his father as well losing him Mm. and also because he doesn't achieve any of that from Meryl so perhaps if he was paid mm. what do you mean paid though like if you like 
that he knew he was part of the show. So mm. it's kind of like, you know, if you're watching a reality TV show, the people in there are pretty much like scripted yeah. Yeah. and paid. Okay. Right. And that's like their job. Right. But if Jim Carrey's job was to be in a desk and like be paid, but like be paid even be More. paid as an actor as <laughs> yeah. well. Or solely be paid as an actor. Yeah, because that would give him, like, a sense of identity, at least being like, okay, there's money coming from somewhere, so there's got to be something that I'm, like, being in, like, a performance for. Right. Mm. Like, a sense of involvement. Yeah, and also, if you're in a job, you can quit any time. Right. Yeah, but what if he didn't have the option to quit? And he didn't, He his home was still with Meryl. Like, how know? would you, how would he even do that if, given that he's still raised from birth in this environment or are you saying like if he came in at It'd a later be. date I guess that wouldn't be the same because people watch it because he's like so real and raw yeah it'd yeah. be a bit of a culture shock like oh That's okay by yeah. the way your whole life's a show we've been yeah, documenting every, yeah. every yeah. single breath you've had since you were a child yeah, when you were like mm. in your mum's womb, <laughs> yeah. that was weird. Yeah, he's like, like the oh, close that up was shot, the most <laughs> shot invasive. That was his yeah. first shot. He's, 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 first he's like, camera angle. Yeah, that's what he said. The first camera shot, and I was just like, oh, it's probably when he's like, you know, one or two. No, in the no, womb. No, it's yep. like an ultrasound. Yep. Yeah, and it's like an exaggerated um, thing. It's like something your mum would say when you're on your social media too much. She's like, okay, well, you know. Might as well document everything since you're documenting oh, my mom your food. Say that to me, and you're all right. No, not in the. W- <laughs> no, she doesn't say like, okay, might as well document my womb. <laughs> <laughs> like, that she's exact like, she, sentence. She, yeah, that exact sentence. No, she'd, she'd be something like, oh, you might as well document everything you're doing then since you're oh, documenting the food. Yeah. And I was like, mom, hmm. this, was, this was what reminded me of, you know, that scene. I don't know, nice. she, I think to me it sounds like you need to take a day off from social media. I think I do. Apparently my mom, <laughs> my mom <laughs> threatens me like that, I pr- probably yeah, do. Go have a picnic or cook something yeah. for your mom. It's no, I'm great. not even on social media as oh, much okay. as my mom is. So that's just a whole nother thing this we'll unpack next episode. Yeah, last <laughs> week it was, this me, is it was me. Yeah, <laughs> now it's my turn. But um, yeah, I think... What I saw was, yeah, his whole life is um, controlled by the show, Mm -hmm. which is kind of an ode to how, you know, people's lives are controlled by social media and the opinions that other people hold of them. And, you know, when um, Sylvia says, it's not up to me. But, like, you think about it and it is up to you in in the real world when you can easily just kind of not expose so much of your life mm. to other people but even if you do then you shouldn't then you know don't necessarily be encapsulated about what people are constantly saying about you mm. and that um you know is definitely something that haunts celebrities too I think because they're so definitely always under observation and yep. you know Jim Carrey being a celebrity, he's talked about that a lot, of, a lot of times. Oh yeah, you know? especially like in his later years. He's yeah, been, like quite just, reflective. He's just recently. been like, oh, you know yeah. what? I'm done with this. Yeah. That's I. Oh, it's just it's like his cathartic release to I, talk about. This I'm stuff. kind of Does into. He still act like he's still. Um, he's I'm, sort I know. Of taking a turn. I mean, he's, like he's an, doing the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot yeah. about that. But <laughs> I don't even. I would watch that just. 
they, of they him. Asked <laughs> no, me too. Yeah, no, he's um, Eggman. Yeah, the, the villain. Oh my god! Of I course, only yeah. want to watch that movie okay. because Jim for Jim. Yeah, yeah. For I'm gonna do it for Jim. Yeah, I'm like Sonic. Do it for Jim. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's not Sonic the Hedgehog. He's not. He's not. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping he was. Um. Another theme I thought of, and then we'll take a quick song break. I thought it was interesting just how easily they were able to shape him into the kind of the guy that he, the adult which he became. I mean, we see him trying to break out from that. We see him trying to travel and Mm. be an explorer and he's such a curious character. But then they keep trying to like stop him and mold him into this office worker, which I thought was super interesting. I thought it was pretty like, Hilarious, the ridiculous ways, ways that they, that they that. Yeah. It was like, oh, this young girl, she has to have an amputation done. I gotta go yeah. to the hospital right yeah. now. It's very tragic. It's very bad. <laughs> like the restrict, they constantly. You're right. Yeah, they constantly yeah. restrict yeah. his ability to thrive, just because, just so he can stay in this box. Yeah, yeah. Know, like this scene- literal and figurative box. Yeah, mm. like at the beach. I just thought of that scene where. They're at the beach and he's a kid and he's with his dad and he's climbing up the the rock hill. Yeah. And then what's up there? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Truman says, "What's up there?" And his dad's like, "Nothing." Mm. <laughs> oh, it's just dangerous. And then they try to, you know, manufacture all these fears and traumas, like with the yeah. Water. Oh, yeah, like that the was so messed up. Yeah, that was like up. you have to be a special kind of crazy oh, yeah. for that. It was interesting how Sylvia... Okay, what I really liked was how how it wasn't... Like, it was... It could be seen as a love story, but it wasn't portrayed necessarily as a love story. Yeah. And that's definitely prevalent with, you know, Sylvia being more of his gateway to reality and, like, breaking the wall between reality and fakery rather Mm. than, you know, rather than her being... His sole, her sole purpose being his love interest. It was yeah, yeah which like I liked. Yeah, for mm. finding freedom, but at the same time, yeah. it wasn't like was a journey like a to find interest. your true love. No. It was mostly like yeah. finding yeah. your free will. And that's yeah. shown, especially like it technically, um, you know, I guess speaking, by the blocking when like in the last or in the last shot when it was they never showed them two coming together. No. You know, it was more him yeah. being liberated and, you know, by her going down the stairs as well, yeah. you could tell. And it seemed like she, was, she yeah. genuinely just wanted what was the best for him because he, exactly. she had, like, these activist yeah. posters yeah. around I found her. Really cool. yeah. Yeah. Like, free Truman. Yeah. 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 Which is weird, which is, like, the next point I was going to raise, which is um, the fact that the audience is so oblivious to his, like to the f- idea that they're literally exactly. mm. yeah. invading someone's privacy. It's just privacy. like a regular a real TV person, show sort of to them. Yeah. Mm. And he's just another character. Yeah, which is how, like, people see celebrities, That's you know, true. at times. Yeah. Yeah. Is, okay, well, you know, act monkey, dance, or whatever oh, yeah, dance else monkey, you do. Yeah. Dance monkey, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they don't see them as humans, and that's kind of yeah. how... I think this is, was prepared. I mean, at the end, when he finally is set free and he walks out the door, the mm. two police, the cop kind of characters, they're all just like, all right, what's up? what else is on TV? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, nothing, look at the TV guy. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it's And just, it is, yeah. The episode has ended. What yeah. else can we Move watch? On. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like the whole idea of um, entertainment is kind of like a transaction. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like you just watch it. You don't really think much about it, but the people who are in it might be, you know, like mm. 
suffering from identity yeah. loss, especially in this case. Yeah. And exp- and the trauma he has to go through, which is the f- son, which is the father. Mm. You know, no one cares about that. They're just like, oh, his father died. But like, yeah. and oh, the, the waitresses, yeah, yeah, like, oh yeah, that's probably why. But like, I wanted him like. You don't see the effect this is having no, on this no. human person. Yeah. And also, what's kind of trippy to think about is the fact that you can't really ever escape the media because, you yeah. know, even the film... Like, okay, yeah, in in the actual film, mm. Jim Carrey's life is dictated by Christoph, but then, the, but then isn't the director kind of dictating the lives of Christoph and Jim Carrey too. And I think that's kind of trippy to think about. Oh, you it's mean like, Peter yeah. Weir. Yeah, Peter Weir, the director of the oh, film, the director of the Truman Show, yeah. Oh, it's, that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. it's. I was just, I went down a like, rabbit hole thinking about yeah. this. I was like, wow, there's so many yeah. elements of it being meta. So you're like, wait, but this, the, this film is also yeah. a filmic media right yeah and there's like a whole relationship between like the directors making the media and the producers telling him or or to what to do yeah because the audiences like this stuff so it's like all Mm. in all like this really complex web of like who likes what in media and who plays what role yeah so and also how they like squeeze the most emotional um cash grabby oh like, like the embrace with his father oh yeah the embrace with his father like how can they turn his like somewhat mundane life into mm. a really good episode of the Truman Show yeah. um, with like, all the music oh, edits the music. And, yeah, yeah the fade yeah. ups and the <laughs> go to camera B okay I feel like if you watch this film you cannot deny the power <laughs> of Capitalism, capitalism, yeah. like consumerism, and just all the bloody. <laughs> it's not a happy word. <laughs> the, pub, the product placement that yes. we get, yes. which is just a super. I feel like it's quite a comedic element. Mm. It is. It's film. like a running joke. It is yeah. a running gag. Yeah. Um, it's also so relevant. Yeah, that's yeah. why I love. Because like, like no, they just blatantly so well. say like, "Oh, the Truman Show. We've been filming his like his whole life since he was zero years old, and everything's been funded by all the." all the little product mm. placements and you can buy everything from the true men catalog yeah <laughs> every and single yeah. cast member's like whole wardrobe yeah is available for purchase which is so yeah exactly it's from the bow ties to the <laughs> shoes it's like and it's so relevant today mm. because you know i could think of something right now and i'd open my phone and facebook will have it out of it like it, uh, it's, yeah, exactly. it's crazy wait i was just thinking okay so the product placements are they real items that means they're Literal oh, product places so in the oh, movie. That would be oh my so god! Another level oh of meta. Oh, <laughs> just keep finding new. Gotta, gotta of research meta. that. Cocoa, I gotta know that cocoa powder later yeah. on. Yeah, and yeah. the and the, long and the, the beer. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> you should get yeah. get one of these new rotaries yeah. or whatever. That is so. She, she chuck, it's <laughs> it's comedic because they chuck it in randomly as well. Like yeah. you wouldn't expect it when he's trying to like he's literally losing his mind about to run away and she's like, by the way, try this cocoa. And he's like, who are you? talking to like who driven me insane he was actually he was more calmer than i would be if i was in that situation yeah Yeah. Yeah. another thing like i wanted to mention really quick um is just the all the hidden cameras that we see in the film and i mean they're there because of the narrative and that they're hidden within this film set but they i feel like they work really well to tell the story as well 
and like all the fly on the wall shots and like the like cameras with the fish eye lenses. The fish eye lenses. I mm. think they just look really cool as mm. well, but they also work well narratively. I think it's like you're looking at from a camera's point of view, not necessarily like the audience's point mm. of view. Also, yeah. this is kind of like a late update. I looked it up. It's um, it's a product to made for the film. So what? it's not wow, a literal okay. product placement, oh, no. which is good. Yeah. Sadly, we have to wrap it up. We'll yes, we've quick... had some technical difficulties, so we couldn't talk about mine. They were fun. Um, <laughs> let's get our quick final thoughts. What did everyone think? Would we recommend this film to the viewers? 100% mm. yes. Yeah. I feel like it um, appeals to the broad general audiences. I think they mm. might find like the com- comedic aspects really good. Mm. Uh, but if you really want to delve into it, it's like really heartfelt. It's really thought-provoking. It's good for everyone, I feel like. So yeah, 100% recommend. If you haven't seen it, yeah. please do. So yeah. would I. And I enjoyed the fact that there was, you know, this facade of happiness under the materialistic possessions and the... This, it shows the side effects of technological advancements and I think it's definitely a good film to watch in this era, especially if you're a Jim Carrey fan. Mm. But also, you know, you can see him kind of rebel against these what society's messages that have been indoctrinated within him. Mm. So, good watch. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a good film to watch if you're not a Jim Carrey fan because mm. it's so different to what we're used to yeah. seeing. And that it's not true. him being his crazy self with yeah. all his He's like facial expressions. Yeah, if you, it's not <laughs> <his venture. laughs> if you don't, if you like the mask, maybe don't watch this. Yeah. Film. <laughs> but it's really good. You're right. It's like a really digestible yeah. film. Yeah. But it's still got some interesting. I feel concepts. like there's something for everyone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks you. for See you out. next week. See you next week with another cool film.